Konnichiwa and welcome back to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. I'm Doug the Translator and this week I'll preview the last three promotion relegation games and also the final and the third place playoff. Let's go! Welcome back everyone to another episode of Japan Rugby Weekly. Last week of the Japan Rugby League One season, the first ever season. It's been a very interesting first season, uh, a lot to unpack, uh, a lot of great games, great competitions, two teams leaving Division 1, one, disbanding their rugby team altogether, one, voluntarily going down to Division 3, a lot of games called off because of COVID, one team winning all their games apart from the two that they lost by default from COVID, and another team losing all their games apart from two that they won by default from COVID in the regular season, so... It's been a crazy, entertaining season, but the final week is finally upon us. Uh, before I go through the final, the third place playoff and the uh, second halves of the three promotion relegation games, I'll just, sorry, just quickly go through the news of the week. Uh, there's news of a Japan rugby charity match being played against the Emerging Blossoms in the Tonga Samurai 15, which is a team made up of Tongan players currently playing in Japan up against uh, players who are the future of the Brave Blossoms, the future stars of Japanese rugby. So uh, that will be played on the 11th of June. It's a 1pm kickoff at Chichibunomiya, Chichibunomiya Rugby Ground. Uh, I can watch it on J Sports, J Sports On Demand. If you've got J Sports On Demand and have a VPN, you can change it to Japan and also watch it on there. So J Sports On Demand also have a just rugby package. Uh, so you can watch all the Japanese rugby on there with, again, a VPN uh, for quite a reasonable fee. Um, hashtag not sponsored. If you're still getting to watch a bit of rugby after the end of the first league one, then as you go around to Chichibu on the 11th, and I should see a bit of entertaining rugby. My sweet ass. Uh, going on to the two semifinals. The first one on the Saturday, the 21st at 2.30 was between the Tokyo Santori Sangalith against the Toshiba Brave Lupus Tokyo. Uh, close game a few weeks ago these two teams played and Toshiba got a bonus point win against Santori. Uh, real shock result at the time. Um, and yeah, this is because of that result. There was a lot of expectations on this game. Uh, everyone's hoping it's going to be another great game and didn't disappoint. Uh, Santori holding on to get a 30 to 24 uh, point win. A really uh, tightly fought uh, contest. There were a few opportunities that Toshiba had at the end, a few lineouts that were called not straight or made mistakes on, which um, cost them in the end. So just that uh, they just weren't quite as clinical as they needed to be at the end, which hurt them. And um, Santori showed why they are always in and around the top two uh, of basically any season. They've got that class, they've got that experience and know how to win big games. Uh, and then the other semi-final on the Sunday, was between the Panasonic Saitama World Knights against the Kubota Spears. Uh, Panasonic being too strong for the Kubota Spears, winning 24-10 in that one. I think a big turning point before halftime was Kubota attacking on Panna's line, uh, Panna getting an intercept after uh, holding out wave after wave of attack, going the length of the field to score, and um, yeah, really did end up being almost a 14-point try, uh, and just shows how good uh, that defense of the Wild Knights is, um, they can hold out teams, they can put pressure on with their defence, then they can score from that defence as well, and uh, like they always say, defence wins championships, so should be a 
So it'll be really exciting to see what happens next week. It's the replay of the last top league final. Santori against Panasonic. Panasonic won the last ever top league. Santori will be hoping to get one over on them in the first ever league one season. So uh, to anyone who was in Tokyo over the weekend, uh, you can go to the Olympic Stadium, the new national uh, athletic stadium made for the Olympics on the 29th, 3pm to watch that final. And the day before that, on the Saturday midday at Chichibunomiya, uh, we also have the third, fourth playoff between the Toshiba Brave Lupus and Kubota Spears. Um, both of these teams are continuing to grow. Uh, Toshiba were a bit shaky at the start of the season, really grew towards the end and uh, deserved their spot in the top four. Kubota, a few seasons ago, were uh, mid-table at best. A few seasons before that, they were fighting uh, to stay up, um, staying out of those relegation uh, spots, so they've gone the last two years being uh, one of the top teams in the comp so it's shown uh, great growth uh, in the area just uh, not quite strong enough this season to get into that final but uh, looking bright for uh, both Toshiba and Kubota. In terms of the final Santori and Pena played early in the season Panasonic being too strong on uh, that day Santori will be looking to get revenge like they did last week against Toshiba who they also lost to in season so yeah should be a great matchup uh, can't wait. But obviously those aren't the only important games this week. We also have three promotion relegation games. Uh, They're played across two rounds, so all three of them have already had their first round game. Uh, Starting with the NEC Green Rockets Torkats against the Mie Honda Heat uh, last Friday on the 20th. uh, The Green Rockets started off the promotion relegation battle strong with a 33-10 win over Honda Heat. Uh, Honda... Had a yellow card early, which hurt them. Had a few of their uh, big names like uh, Mostart and uh, Matt Duffy, Kaipuri are uh, out as well. Uh, they're all back this week, so uh, that does strengthen their team. It'll be interesting to see what they can do against NEC, who were strengthened with uh, Lemeki being able to play. Originally, he was out for four weeks due to suspension. Uh, they fought the charge and... Uh, they appealed and were able to cut that down to two, which is massive. Uh, suddenly able to play both promotion games. So, uh, yeah, massive plus for NEC getting their Category A uh, star center in. So they play again uh, tomorrow to decide who wins uh, with these promotion relegation games. It's done on competition points. So the first game, uh, Green Rockets won 33-10, got a bonus point by scoring four tries to one. Uh, so they get five competition points to Honda zero. Uh, Honda basically have to get a bonus point win against uh, the Green Rockets and also win by more than 23. Uh, If they do that, then they get promoted. If they don't, NEC will stay in the top division for another year. And uh, the second Division 1, Division 2 promotion relegation battle is uh, between the Mitsubishi Juko Sagamihara Dynabors and the NTT Communications Shining Arcs Tokyo Bay Udeas. On the weekend, I played... Uh, with the Dynabors winning the first round 33-25 to give them a 4-0 uh, competition point lead. Um, leading into the next game, a win will obviously guarantee it for the Dynabors. The Shining Arcs need to win by more than 8. If they get 8, which will equal the score, then they next have to have more tries scored over the two games than the Dynabors. If that's even as well, it's who had who's converted more of the tries scored. And then if that's even as well, then it's the team that was in Division 1 that stays. So if it's a draw out of all of those variables, then the top team stays. Obviously, if, if they win by 9 or more, then they go through on point difference. If uh, the Dynabors 
win or lose by less than seven or seven or less, then they'll uh, be promoted. So a lot to play for still in both those games. Uh, their game, the Dinobores and the Shining Arcs are playing on the Saturday at 4.40. Both of these Division 1, 2 promotion relegation games are being played in Osaka at Hanazono Stadium this week. So great stadium if you're in and around uh, Osaka. Make sure you go and support rugby, support the four teams, but mainly uh, support the Dinobores. Uh, and then lastly, we have the one promotion relegation game between Division 2 and 3 between the Mazda Sky Actives Hiroshima and the Shimizu Blue Sharks. Uh, this one, in that second half, the Sky Actives had the game under control, winning convincingly. Uh, the Blue Sharks, the Division 3 team, fought back, got their momentum and ended up uh, coming back from behind to win 30-24, to 24, which gives them four competition points to the Sky Actives 1, who uh, got a losing bonus point by being within seven. Um, so this one, basically, if Mazda win by seven or more, then they're through. If they win by six, then they will put them on equal uh, point differential, which will mean it'll be number of tries and number of conversions, like I said. And if that's equal, then it'll be the Division 2 team Mazda who stays up. So uh, Mazda needing a win to stay, uh, while the Blue Sharks need to win or lose by less than six. So all to play for in all three games. Uh, biggest uphill battle, uh, arguably the... Honda Heat, who have to get a bonus point win and win by 24 or more to get up. But um, yeah, and like I said, all five games, everything to play for. I think the hardest one probably to get up for would be that third, fourth playoff after the disappointment of not being able to make that final. But I think uh, this year they do have a bit of monetary uh, incentive or like there's a bit of a prize for coming third. So I think... Uh, obviously you'd rather be third and fourth being top three both teams will be coming out to finish that season on the high so uh, yeah all five games should be exciting a lot of the games are at slightly different times as well uh, this week which is quite unusual for uh, Japan's League One uh, we got a Sunday game Saturday evening game Saturday Avo game uh, midday game on Saturday and then the final on the Sunday so basically you can watch I think all of those games are with no overlap which is a uh, yeah amazing to see. Don't think we've had that at all this season. First time this season. What a time to do it. So five games on the trot. Make sure you watch them again. Thanks uh, for the continued support. Really appreciate it. Japan's rugby was really growing. Had huge momentum following the World Cup. Uh, unfortunately, because of COVID, it's died down a bit. Before COVID, that first top league season after the World Cup, we're getting massive crowds to all the games. After COVID, obviously, uh, where there's two yeah basically hiatus where some games we weren't able to have fans and other games restricted fans um it, it's caused that momentum to die down a little bit but uh hoping with the exciting rugby that's being played uh we had to get that momentum back uh make sure you let me know if there's any players over here in japan that you want interviews for i'll uh yeah get in contact message them ask them um and thanks again for listening uh it's been a great first season for me at the Dinobores. Hopefully finish it on a high by getting that promotion they've been working for. But like always, uh, full credit to the boys. It was a game of two halves and uh, rugby was all on the day. Let's go. Thanks for listening to another episode of the JRW Podcast. Make sure to rate and share the pod if you enjoy it. And don't forget to use code JRW15 at the ANR Pro checkout for a 15% discount. Arigats. I'll talk to you next week.